You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mikey Yang. God bless football, Stugats. It's a uh, it's a nice football weekend coming up here. We have a pretty decent college slate, but the NFL slate is what I'm really looking forward to. That Cowboys, I don't know why I'm enamored with Cowboys 49ers. It takes me back to a better time. It does. It takes me back to the 80s, where those teams would face off in the NFC Championship game. It seemed like every single year. What, uh, Billy, uh, why are you laughing at me? Well, what's, what was the best time for you? The 80s, you were young, right? You were a teenager, maybe, in the 80s? Uh, I was a teenager in the 80s. I was born in 72. So uh, in the 80s, I don't know. Something about the Cowboys, the 49ers. Well, what are you doing there, Billy? You're doing the math. So at 1972, 82, I was 10. No, uh, in by 85, I was a teenager. That, you no, know? like no, like in 1990, you turned 18. No, that may, may make sense. You just said it was a better time. I was just wondering if that was really the best time of your life, the teenage years. You know, uh, what, what was the best time of your life? It's a good question. I don't think I've gotten into it yet. Really? Yeah. <laughs> great answer. Just you a think great it's, answer. Wait, time out. You think it's coming up? I hope it's coming up. <laughs> Otherwise, I did it wrong. <laughs> what was the best time of your life, Mikey? A? <laughs> I like Billy's answer. It's still it's still out of me. I like Billy's answer. Yeah, sure. It's coming up. It's starting tomorrow. <laughs> Same with the diet. Starts tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> You're not talking about death. I mean, 
No, jeez, whoa. I mean, then your phone stops ringing. I mean, it's great. It's, it's cathartic. <laughs> Anyways, football. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Dallas, Dallas 49ers. Dallas 49ers is football. Am I right? Mikey, am I right? Dallas and 49ers, those two uniforms on the field, that is football. It's like Michigan and Ohio State, you know? This is this is everything I want Sunday Night Football to be. It's not my team, but it's a game I can't wait to watch. I'm going to spend all day waiting for it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping it's not a dud, right? Like, I feel like we've had a couple yeah. of duds. Like, I felt like last week that's what Miami and Buffalo felt like it was supposed to be, and then that one ended up being a dud. So I'm kind of hoping that this one lives up to it. But also, like, if it's a dud, I hope it's a dud very early so I can go to sleep because, like, uh, uh, Sunday nights are rough. I'm with you. And what's funny is last week we were supposed to get a dud, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this this game isn't a dud. This is this is the Jets have a chance. Kind of. Well, it, that was that was actually really fun. The Jets because of Taylor, right? I mean, no. And uh, <laughs> did you guys see? Did you guys see the report that I think Andrew Marchand put out that the yeah. NFL asked the networks and like this is you know where there's smoke, there's fire here because some people have been questioning how sincere this relationship is. He put out a tweet saying that the NFL asked the networks to play trailers for her movie for free in commercial breaks. And I believe that NBC and ESPN did and that CBS and Fox didn't. I'll tell you exactly what was said, but it's kind of like, wait a minute. So there is something going on here, potentially. I'm okay with the NFL kind of leaning into this moment. Like, I know people are criticizing them. I know Travis Kelsey said the network should not pay so much attention to it. I'm sorry, Travis, you're bringing Taylor Swift to football games. They're going to pay attention to it. She's the biggest star in the world. Like, I'm sorry. The the networks are doing exactly what they should be doing. And in my opinion, the NFL leaning into it, even giving her free promotion for her movies, the promotion she is giving the NFL, the numbers she is providing the NFL, that Chiefs and uh, and Jets game was the most watched TV program since the Super Bowl, Billy. Yeah. Like that's how much that's how many eyeballs she's bringing, you know. But you do kind of see why people would then question the sincerity of this relationship when the league is saying let's promote this movie for free. Correct? Yes, I understand that. I did. Mm. I'm just saying it's working for both sides. That's all. She's bringing eyeballs and ears, uh, uh, you know, from a demographic the NFL has never, ever gotten. Okay. And they're giving her free promotion in exchange for the added fans for the NFL. I mean, it's a win-win for everyone. Why not? You think that because it's gonna... not sustainable. This isn't sustained promotion. I don't think anyone wants as... it to be sustainable, Mikey. I think it's just, hey, they're here. Entertainment and sports. There's an intersection here. They have met. They've collided, and we're gonna we're gonna seize the opportunity. I don't think they have any sort of expectations. This is a long term thing. In fact, I think they probably know it's not a long term thing, and that they might as well seize the opportunity while they have it. You know, by giving away money and promotions and giving away free TV spots, I... they're making enough money. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, you know, the NFL, they they always have that limit where it's like, all right, this is enough money. We don't want any more. <laughs> Classic NFL. You don't think they're going to make money off of this? Like if they're giving her free promotion for her concerts, you don't think the extra people that she's bringing to the televisions every week is going to make them extra money? You guys are crazy. I'm, OK, but like, do you think the extra people that she's bringing in are sticking around after she disappears from no. this? That's the no. thing. As soon as she's no. not at a game. It, it, it it's gonna everybody's gonna get off in the first quarter. Okay, that's all. Those she, extra people. Do you think right. she she does not travel to Minnesota this week? Correct. I don't know. It's a good question. 
I saw that the mayor of Minnesota was asking, I guess the mayor of Minneapolis, because the state wouldn't have a mayor, but I saw that the mayor was like asking slash begging her to come to the game, knowing that it would, you know, be a big deal. I mean, yeah, they, <laughs> I think teams want her at the games. That's to my point. Um, I don't think she goes to Minnesota. No one goes to Minnesota. I mean, oh. uh, Billy, we have uh, we got a lot of guests coming up. We have Javon Curse, who's going to join us. He's promoting underwear. Uh, we have Chris Sims, who's going to join us. Mike Golick. We have K-Funk and the crew. I think the thing uh, over the football weekend last weekend that delighted you and I the most was getting a text Sunday night from Carl Douglas about the bad yeah. beat of yeah. the Chiefs and the Jets. <laughs> it's so uh, it's what I found interesting is of the people that picked the games, Carl taking it as seriously as he does is very surprising to me. <laughs> we got a promotion this week. Oh yeah, yeah. we got him. Uh, thank you, Mikey. Hey, I was thrown off. I was thinking about what happened to Mojo and Jabba and Chris Kronkowski, who used to love us. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. They graduated. <laughs> they moved on. You know what I mean? They did. Right. So, anyways, uh, compete against us in weekly fantasy. Go to dkng.co/slash/levitard. Three dollar buy-in. Uh, last week, I finished like 490 something place. So I'm getting slightly better. I had a, I peaked too early. I was in the money week one and I thought, you know what? This is going to be an easy year for me. I'm going to mm-hmm. be able to pay for my daughter's college by the end of the season. And that is not the case. I have fallen back down to earth. I flew too close to the sun there. Uh, okay. Uh, where are we going first here on God Bless Football this week, Billy? Again, we have Javon Kurz, Chris Sims, Mike Golick, K Funkin' Crew. Uh, where are we going first here? Let's talk to our friend Mike Golick first this week. Uh, Mike Golick. God bless football, guys. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975. We were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality great taste only 96 calories it's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most a light beer that tastes like beer you don't have to choose what's best miller light has great taste and is less filling tastes like miller time to get miller light delivered right to your door visit millerlightcom gbf or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer Stu Gatz here for my friends over at DraftKings. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boost, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you are new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers, bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. I love bonus bets. Who doesn't? The conference semifinals have some great matchups. You have the Knicks and Pacers in the East. You have the Nuggets and T-Wolves in the West. Oh, it is just getting good. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code LAF. That's code LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours.
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mike, it's a nice college weekend. There's a handful of really important good games. um, And that's why college football is so great. The expanded playoff starts next year. But I love college football because their regular season has so much meaning. And every week, you have teams who are basically playing for a spot in that playoff. And you have a few this week. Well, you, you do. And the thing I like about, you know, these teams that we're talking about is like, eventually you're going to find out about them, right? We keep talking about Michigan with the easiest schedule. Now, you play a conference schedule, schedule sometimes it depends on how good that team is that particular year. But you have, I think it was East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and your non-conference. No, one, no one's going to pat you on the back for that. And luckily, they were able to get through those games without a Jim Harbaugh. Uh, but, you know, eventually they find out. They got to play Ohio State. They have to play Penn State. Eventually, the Pac-12, we say this every year, where they have a lot of high-rated teams, but they all play one another. So they end up, do they end up knocking each other out? The SEC, you have non-conference losses by some of these SEC teams like Alabama to Texas, like LSU to Florida State, which doesn't affect them in conference play, which is still uh, coming up. So, yeah, all these, these ranked – the one that's been interesting to me is the one down where you guys are, the U. I mean, yeah. they're undefeated. But nobody's giving them the time of day. And they'll say, well, they beat Texas A&M. Is that really considered a big win anymore to beat Texas A&M? They're not not even ranked at this point. But they will have the chance to prove themselves, right, with with the the schedule they have to play, the other ranked teams in the ACC. So we'll get to see if they're for real. Yeah, the BCS, the old formula, by the way, has the Canes. If we were using that formula, the Canes would be the number one team in the BCS right now. And by the way, uh, Chris could not make it today, but we will have our BCS for you next oh, week. God. I know you've been thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I feel a hammy coming on. I might right. have to miss okay. that show. Well, how, does that, how does that impact <laughs> you sitting down on a Zoom? Hand? I should say, right? I should say, I'm sorry. <laughs> My throat's starting to get sore. I don't know if I'll be able to talk. <laughs> that was the better option. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the hammy. It's didn't okay, work you can listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you just gotta listen, Mike. You don't really gotta talk in the BCS. You're more of a. <laughs> I, I may have. I may have computer issues that day. We'll uh, see. All mm-hmm. right, we'll find it. No, I know. I know, I know you will. You I know you will. <laughs> As opposed to every other day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah to your to your point, uh, I tell you the game I'm looking forward to this week is uh, Georgia at Kentucky. That's uh, going to be go. Everyone has their eyes on Texas and Oklahoma, Mike. But you're right. Georgia, Kentucky is going to be an interesting game because something seems a little bit off in Georgia. It, it really does. And, you know, they'll they'll catch their footing at some point. I, I don't have any doubt uh, that they're going to be able to do that. But but right now, I mean, it, it's been certainly a bit of a struggle uh, for them. Um, and and I, I think they'll find the way. But Kentucky has been a nice, uh, nice surprise. Uh, and what they've been able to do. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what that game does. They have a great running back, runs for a ton of yards. So I'll really test that Georgia run defense a bit. So that's one of the ones I'm looking forward to. You have Texas and Oklahoma, which is the big game of the weekend, noon yep. kickoff, which is great. <laughs> Always a noon kickoff. Uh, Texas, I listen, I know Oklahoma's undefeated. Texas has beaten Alabama. Texas seems like the real deal, Mike. And it seems like they're going to be good for a very long time. So of the teams you look at that aren't of the <clears> – <throat> Teams we talk about 
toward the end of the year, who's doing the best? You know, is it the U, which is undefeated? Uh, I, I happen to think it's Texas. Texas, I think, had five losses last year. And they're not only undefeated this year with the big win over Alabama, but, I mean, they look really good in doing it. Um, so, and, and the Big 12, I don't think, is that monster conference, right? I think the deepest conference, quite honestly, is the Pac-12. Uh, mm-hmm. The SEC is always tough. The Big 10, unfortunately, is a three-team conference, and they're all in the same division. Right. Right. They'll play one another, but they're in the same division, which is tough. The Big 12, I don't think, is as, is as deep or as strong. But Texas... Uh, looks really, really good. And as a matter of fact, I think it's between them. I, I, I'm curious what you guys would think. Best win of the year this year. Was wow. it Texas at Alabama or was it Ohio State at Notre Dame? And I'll give my answer. The reason I say Ohio State at Notre Dame, Texas had the same quarterback. Quinn Ewers, remember last year when Texas lost by a point, he was playing in that game and playing well, and then he got hurt. And didn't finish that game. So him playing well, we, I think, expected. And he did in that game of beating Alabama this year. Ohio State came in with an unproven quarterback in Kyle McCord. And he went on the road, primetime game, at Notre Dame, and got the biggest win of his young starting career, right, of just playing a few games. That was a monster win for them on the road. So I think right now that was probably the best win of the year. Uh, maybe Florida State over LSU. I don't know. I'm just I'm just giving you some. Yeah, I mean LSU has two here. losses now already. Right. So is it is it as good as winning? Uh, but that that was a big win for sure. Uh, was it was a big win? Uh, Mikey A. What is Kirby Smart saying? Yeah, Kirby Smart said this week that every SEC team should be ranked. Every <laughs> single wait, one. Billy. You agree? You're shaking Vanderbilt. your head. You're nodding your head in agreement. Do you agree? I'm agreeing. Kirby Smart said it. Is what oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he said that. Yes, yes he said it. it. But but you sit yes. there, you sit there and look at it. Where are they? And they have a number of them ranked, but they're all lower. Georgia is number one. Then I think the next SEC I'm looking quickly that pops up is Alabama at 11. Then you go down to Ole Miss at 16. Uh, Kentucky at 20, Missouri, Tennessee, 21, 22, LSU, 23. So they have a number of them ranked, but they're all lower. Pac-12 is the one that has a good amount of teams ranked, and they're ranked up higher uh, in this. So, well, what's Kirby Smart going to say? I mean, of course he's going to say that. Every SEC team? I mean, come on, uh, Vanderbilt? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it just means more. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Mike. Are you? I think most people would be, but are you going to be shocked? They shouldn't be, by the way, because Oklahoma's good. Are you going to be shocked if Oklahoma beats Texas? Not overly. I mean, they're they're actually ranked below a couple of one-loss teams in Notre Dame and Alabama. We're going to find out a little more about Oklahoma. I like their defense, quite honestly. Yeah. Uh, they've been playing well. So, and in the in the Big Twelve, you don't talk a lot about defense, right? You would for Baylor uh, a little bit at times, or sometimes I mean TCU probably. Uh, you in the past you had talked about it, but Oklahoma, you know, so they get a great test against Texas. You always you always are expecting these high scoring games. Kansas was I thought a good opponent. Texas just dismantled them. So I still like Texas in this one. It's amazing the Red River Shootout always in the Big Twelve now shifts over to the SEC. <laughs> Uh, starting next year, that, right. that that's pretty wild. You don't like any other, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I think Texas has really got it going this year, uh, and it's a big game for them, obviously. But uh, I I don't know if they get tripped up this year. 
If I asked you before they beat Alabama, Texas, uh, Oklahoma, week five or six college football regular season, you would have said, I, I have no idea. But now everyone is yeah. falling in love with Texas. Well, they are falling in love with Texas. Yeah. Plus, you have two undefeateds. You have a great history. And sometimes the history in these games, every and, and that's obviously a common thing. There are some years it doesn't mean as much. Teams are playing bad, but both these teams are undefeated. It's a conference game. A lot on the line. So it's turned into a monster game again. I'm assuming you think Georgia is going to to beat Kentucky, right? Like it's a, it's an interesting game. Kentucky's undefeated. Stoops is a good coach, but I'm assuming like that's tough. Mike going to Athens and, and winning that game. It, it is going to be tough. There's no doubt about that. Um, again, where Georgia's going to be tested, Ray Davis, the running back for Kentucky, he's averaging almost eight yards a carry. Uh, he's got eight touchdowns. That's how they're going to win this game is by running. And if you run it, that means you're controlling the ball as well. Certainly, I'm still leaning toward Georgia down in Athens. I'm excited for my son, Mike. He's actually – it's the first time he's going to Athens. He's calling that game uh, for Learfield, Georgia, oh, nice. and Kentucky. So it's a great atmosphere down there. I once went down there to call a game. I mean, this was when I first was got to ESPN and started doing college games. They like the party down there. Well, they do, but also I got up in the morning and I went to a breakfast place. I had a rent a car and I parked, you know, by by a meter and didn't think anything of it and or put some money in, not for enough time, went in and ate breakfast, came back out, and there was a police officer writing a, a ticket to me for the 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 parking meter. Either expired or I didn't put money in it, one of the two. The ticket was a dollar and thirty-four cents. I mean, oh. I literally said to the cop, I'll give you two bucks. You know, we can, you know, end this thing right now. You don't even have to give me the change back. Trying to bribe the But I was I was afraid, you know, he'd say I was trying to bribe him, you know, for for sixty six cents. Uh, so I ended up taking the ticket. I don't I don't think I ever paid it. I just kind of threw it away. But that, my wow. point is whoa, a, a whoa. ticket for a dollar thirty four. Whoa, Mike. Wow. Arrest that man. Yeah. <laughs> I think am I outside the statute of limitations? Maybe. I'm not uh, sure. I, I hope not. I mean, this would be a juicy story. TMZ comes. You got arrested because you didn't pay a two dollar ticket. Tough time in the Golic household. Well, Can't you know, a dollar thirty four ticket. You know, would be great is if they mistook Mike for me and arrested Mike as soon yes. as he got there. There was yeah. a warrant out for his arrest. Wait, so your son being arrested would be yeah. great, according to you? Yeah, it'd be better because it wasn't me. So, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I mean, for a parking ticket, how bad can it be? You know, what are they going to do? All yeah. Right. Pay a fine that I'd end up paying anyway. So, yeah, you should have paid it already. That's the point. Yeah, Yeah, it's what what are you teaching your children and the youth of America listening to this story? Get out of shit if you can, you know, right? Uh, Oh, more he'd prefer them go to jail than him, you know, exactly. Right? Hey, who famously said, have a fall guy, (laughs) (laughs) Mike? how How do you feel about brunch versus breakfast? Monster fan of brunch, really? I, I, breakfast is my favorite meal. Whenever there's brunch, I normally stick to the breakfast side of the brunch unless mm-hmm. there's something that really kind of, you know, wows me outside of the breakfast family. Uh, but for the most part, I'm sticking with the breakfast side. I'm a breakfast freak. I love breakfast buffets, mm-hmm. omelets, differ, different, you know, and, and, and pancakes or waffles. Yeah, I'm a breakfast guy. Yeah. Ooh. How about you, Billy? I'm not a fan of brunch. It's a whole to do. You know what I mean? Like you pay yeah. $8 for eggs. The price is so much more than it is for breakfast for whatever reason. I'm well, not, that's true. That, that is fan. true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you you're going to do it, 
if you're going to do it, you better eat a lot, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you're going to get the breakfast buffet or the brunch where it's one price Bottomless you eat all you want, always. man, you I'm better. I'm such a you sucker better. for a yeah. buffet, though. It's so much easier. Me you too. Know? But yeah. then you eat a little bit and you're, and you're full and you're like, damn. Right. You know, I, I got to get more out of this. I got to <laughs> stuff. That's the thing. You say you got to stuff yourself and you, mm-hmm. you eat so poorly. You could have gotten like a side dish of fruit and been fine. Yeah, exactly right. Some oatmeal and some fruit. I'd have been good for nine bucks. I right. like I pay 40 bucks to get a buffet and barely eat anything. Mikey, A., where are you on brunch? Uh, no, I'll stick to breakfast. Hmm. Now, if you decide not to go buffet, will you get up and check out? the buffet and perhaps take a strip or two of bacon, put it on a no. plate and walk back to your table. I do no, I will not do that. Thank I will. I, I will not cool. do that. Um, um, no, I'll, but like sometimes my you wife, pay will, your parking tickets either. I mean, that's my, why my, I was worried. My, my wife will get, not get the buffet. She'll get like oatmeal or some healthy thing and some fruit and I'll get the buffet and then she'll pick off my plate. I'm like, hon, this is illegal. Mm. I, you know, if we're, if we're going down for this, you're the one going, you know, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> It seems like you're never going to be the one that goes down for anything. You surrounded yourself with fall people. I am a, uh, I'm not a pull the thumb guy. I'm a point the finger guy. Mm. I swear. I I swear he or she did it. Yeah. (laughs) Name names. Name names. Exactly. How are you feeling about your team going to Louisville? I mean, Louisville got in with their win last week over North Carolina. I think it was over North Carolina state um, to get, to to stay undefeated and get ranked. So Notre Dame, and I I think USC is going to beat Arizona this week. So Notre Dame will have gone night game, Ohio state undefeated and ranked night game, Duke undefeated and ranked night game, Louisville undefeated and ranked and then night game, USC undefeated and ranked. So that's a heck of a stretch for a team that, that we know a, you get your, your best game out of opponents all the time anyway, but you're getting top tier teams playing them as well. And as we know for Notre Dame, there's no conference, so you have given yourself no room for error from the playoff situation. You're not making the playoffs with two losses. So what a stretch it would be if you beat Duke already, if you were to beat a ranked Louisville team and then beat a USC team. I mean, the the what you're having the committee look at at your resume is pretty damn good at that point. Now, obviously, you still have Pitt, who who is having a down year this year. You do have Clemson, who could play him tough. Um, so it's a it's a big stretch for Notre Dame in these in these primetime night games. Did playing in night games feel different for you? Well, I, I don't like them, Billy. I, I always liked in in uh, college every now and then I'd play a noon game, which I loved. NFL, I loved one o'clock games. I love getting up and playing and being it's done. It's the waiting around that drives you crazy, Hate right? It. Hate yeah. it because you just you don't feel like you should be up and moving around because you don't want to wear your legs down. That's your thought process. So you lay in bed all day and watch games, right? And then you get tired. You nap and you feel sluggish and you got to wake yourself up. So I didn't like night games. And Mike's Mike and Jake's year when Notre Dame went undefeated in 2012, they had seven night yeah. games. So I, I never liked it. I hated the sitting around. Just I, I just didn't like the feel of it for my body. Let me get up. I, a, a pregame meal for me is breakfast. Let me eat breakfast and let me go play a game and be done. Uh, Mike, with Deion Sanders, it's, I, I, I'd be interested in your thoughts on this because with Deion, I've been more impressed with how he's responded to yes. their two losses, right? Uh, than I was when because Dion has won his entire career, Mike. He is he's a winner. Okay, he's a winner at life. But every step of the way, Dion's teams have won and they have won big. And so I wanted to see. And he got off to the great three and zero start. I wanted to see how he would would act and react 
to losing a couple of games, and we've seen it the last two weeks. I think that's Dion's biggest impact is what he's doing with these kids, rowing them into adults, and the things they do off field. What Hunter did with that kid from Colorado State yeah. on social media, and you know Dion had some influence over that. That is a tremendous job by Dion Sanders. So Dion has some new school in him with all the videos and you know the social media that his son is running and 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 really getting everything out there because you know that's a way to attract recruits today. But he's got a lot of old school in him. And I love the fact that he doesn't blow smoke just to blow smoke to make somebody feel good, right? Correct, yeah. And, and I, I kind of thought that he would be this way after the Oregon loss and just say, we got our asses kicked. You know, we got to hand it to us. We have places that we have to build up, and they have to build up on the lines of scrimmage. If he's going to hit the portal, it better be on D-line and O-line. That's where they need to get better. Some skilled positions that they can match up, but they don't have depth and they don't have the lines of scrimmage. But I love how honest he is about it. And I love when he says, we got our butt kicks, we have to get better. But then he also says, get us now. This is the worst we're going to be. We're only going to get better as we build. I I, I agree, Stu. I agree. I love the way he has dealt with these losses. Right. I love the way he's coaching these, these young men to play and to learn along the way. I think I think he's doing a great job of mixing new school and old school together and turning around a program that was absolutely horrible. Yeah, he's done a, a, an amazing job. So, uh, all right, Mike, Monday Night Football this week, huh? Westwood won. Mm. Usually Sunday night, game of the year, and they're bouncing over to Monday night. I mean, Jesus wow. Christ. Well, it's all Other based on it's all based on you know <laughs> Kurt Warner and what he has going on. He's the Hall of Famer, so if he had other responsibilities, he usually does the Monday night. I've right. worked with Kevin Harlan before, so they slide me into that chair. So I get Green Bay at Vegas instead of Dallas at San Francisco. So, you know, uh, definitely not not the matchup Dallas and San Francisco is. But listen, it's going and calling an NFL game, so so I love it and. It's in Vegas, which means I'll go gamble, which I'm always happy to do. There you go. Uh, Billy feels like you deserve more respect. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. like it. Right. I think, Mike, you got to commit a crime and pin it on pin it on Kurt. You know what I mean? Is that <laughs> it? Uh, again, more of the uh, I confess he did it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, park his car somewhere or don't pay. I mean, that's the that's problem it. with Kurt. There's nothing about Kurt you can as like you get to know him that you dislike about him. He's no. just ridiculously likable dig deep <laughs> so, Mike. find something I, yeah. I, we'll listen, find something mike we'll I, we'll do the work for you we'll find somebody would have to because i sure as hell can't find mm-hmm. it listen somewhere on some platform he said something bad about you i know it i just have to find <laughs> it okay mm-hmm. <laughs> hey that's my man man we go back to the uh to the arena days when he was with the iowa barnstormers and i was calling games Austin Eckler joins us every week here on God Bless Football. We love him. He's got a bye week this week. We were talking, actually, right before you came on, because you announced, hey, bye week this week. Get a week off. Is this a good time? I think for you, probably, this is a great time, just based on what you're going through with a high ankle sprain. This is a great time for a bye week. But, man, it seems early for a bye week, Austin. Yeah, what I've noticed and learned about the NFL is the bye week for your team always comes at a great time. Um, it's We play a violent game where guys are always hurt. You're always trying to get guys back. It's just the cycle and the nature of the NFL. And, uh, you know, for timing purposes, for me, it ended up working out um, because of my injury. Yeah. And I've seen it play out where, you know, I wish we had the buy a little bit earlier later. And so for us, the buy can always come is always at a good time. Like I said, because 
you're always going to have guys that are coming back in, especially for us this week. You know, we have Justin with, you know, his thing with his finger. We have Joey that didn't play. I didn't play. Derwin didn't play. Like we have all these guys that are out all of our, all of our, you know, our guys that are making plays for us. And so, uh, yeah, good week for the bye for us, even though it is early, like all the timing of all of this stuff really ends up panning out. Like we have a, a Thursday night game later in the year, which kind of is like a mini buy because you get a couple extra days off that you usually don't get. So um we'll take it it is what it is if it's early late doesn't really matter we got to continue to go anyways austin it seems like you're getting closer to getting there so much so that we couldn't help but notice what you were doing (laughs) on social media this past week where you tweeted out a picture before the game where you're in full uniform keep in mind billy has you on his fantasy team austin well no i i I was playing it safe no but it seems like you were ready to go it looks like it's a picture of the national anthem and and there's a lightning bolt which would indicate to many people that you were going to be playing that game and then you did not look i don't know how you can indicate that that i don't know i don't know how you interpret you were in your uniform (laughs) <laughs> there was no words it was just a, a simple picture of me in the uniform just supporting that it was game day yes that was it pictures worth a thousand words austin yeah. pictures it worth is a thousand it is words. and you get to decide what words that's that's the thing that that gets people because yeah. I, I love one of the comments where a guy says there's no way because the game starts at four it's one o'clock you're tweeting this out at like two there's no way you're fully dressed and they're and they're playing the national anthem right now like everyone was mad at you austin i know there was a lot of mixed emotions i <laughs> I had hundreds of DMs. You're playing? You're playing? Or get your ass on the field. I'm just like, hey, yeah, like, look, I'm just supporting the guys, just letting you guys know it's game day, and I'm excited to eventually get back on the field. But but you're you're savvy enough in social media to know what you're doing there. Do you like trolling people? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, hey, I can't say I do, I do, or do not. I'm just mm. saying, look, it was a supportive picture with no words. Um, you can interpret as you wish. Do you ever think to yourself, like, after a game, even in a game that you're not playing in and you haven't played in the last two, man, could we just have a easy one? Yes. <laughs> yes. Every time. <laughs> Every time. I'm like, it's never that? easy with you guys. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I know. Um, just like we drew it up. Hey, as long as we get the win. Um, right. You never – I Coach uh, Kellen Moore, our offensive coordinator, is like, hey, you never apologize for a win. If you get a win, it don't matter how it got done, you got to win. You don't apologize for that. So, um Yes, we can make it easier on ourselves. I wish we could just go out there and blow a team away. Trust me, we are trying. You know, trust me, we are not trying to make these close. We are trying to put as many points up as we possibly can. Um, but guess what? That's not how the NFL works. And so, you know, you take you take the game how it comes to you and try to, you know, do the best you can with that. Were you at the game this past week? I know you tweeted out, like, we, we get yes. it, right? Yeah, I was there in uniform. You didn't see? Yeah, I saw it, Austin. <laughs> no, because last week I, I loved hearing you kind of take us through. You watched the games the way we watch the games every single Sunday because your team was on the road, but you were there for that game? Yeah, so I was able to kind of mask the emotions a little bit more because I was on the sideline uh, this week. And obviously we were up by a bunch until the end. So that definitely helped calm the calm the nerves as well. And just watching the guys play play well, especially on defense, was getting me getting me excited. So pretty much was all good emotions. Wasn't this roller coaster like like it was the last past couple, three, four weeks. Um but yeah, I was on the, on the sideline, so it was good to be around the guys. But I, the can't ankle st- I can't stand watching, man. I got to get back out there. It's the worst, right? Oh, it's oh, it's crushing, man. Cause it's just like I know. I'm so close. I'm like, I'm there like at the game. And it's like, man, like I can't help. It's like, I know I could help. And, 
yeah. So looking forward to this bye week and then getting back on the dang field. I was already already on the practice field uh, this last week getting reps, and so pretty much uphill climb. Yeah, projected to yeah to get going here this this next two weeks. I know watching sucks, but do you ever stroll over to your coach and suggest a play? Like, how does that work with you? I mean, yeah, you're the captain. Uh, yeah. There's a conversation there um, because it's it's a hey, like, what percentage are you ready? What, there's a whole scenario. Where are we at in the season? You know, what's the scenario? We have a bye week coming up. You know, what what percentage are you back? Um, what's who's the team we're playing? All the stuff that goes into account of like. Do you play a guy if he's injured? Maybe he's 85%, 80%, 90%, 100%. And so that's going on for sure, you know. But uh, in this scenario, it's like, hey, let's let's take this bye week and then get back to as close to 100% as we can and hit the ground running uh, when we come after that. I know you love your head coach, but have you ever walked by him and just said, coach, just punt. It's okay. <laughs> hey, hey, we're winning games doing what we're doing. I don't know what you're talking about. That's how we win. That's how we win, man. Red zone defense, baby. Step it up. <laughs> I know, but remember what we talked about earlier. Can you have an easy one? I, mean, I know, man. It, it shouldn't have to come down to that. It shouldn't have to come down to us having to get a fourth and one backed up you know, in the 20 yard line, like we were up by, you know, 20 something points or, you know, 17, 18, whatever it was. And then we scored zero points in the second half, zero, <laughs> not one time. We didn't even get a dang field goal in the second half. And that's unacceptable. That's you're going to get beat, right? You're not going to be able to play against the, some of these other quarterbacks and, and win games like that. You know, we're playing against the backup over there. Um, so imagine if it's not, maybe it's the starter, right. you know, like we can't play like that. So for us, we got to make sure that we're taking care of business the entire game so that we don't have to have these, you know, nail biting games where I'm on the roller coaster and I'm going crazy <laughs> and I'm, you know, up in my screen and I'm screaming and doing push. Like it doesn't have to be like this guys. And so guess that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to blow everyone out of the water. Does anyone on your team know the punter? Like, I feel like the punter, you guys aren't sure his name. There would be weeks he doesn't even dress out. Like, do you know the punter on your team? JK, That's man. Question. That's our guy. He's, he's a good guy. Tell me something about him. Anything. JK. He, uh, he run. he's very tall and he does a lot of barefoot work. I'll tell you that. Um, he's got his, his own little stuff that he does. Um, and he can, he can sling that thing, man. That sheesh. Uh, he's got a leg on him. Um, <laughs> Does Staley know him by name or no? I mean, yes, he knows him by name. Yes. (laughs) He must not like him. (laughs) He just likes their offense more, I guess. Let's say that. Let's say that. Well, you have that quarterback. Who wouldn't? I I understand it, actually. I mean, who wouldn't go for it all the time with that quarterback? And especially when you're healthy, you know? Yeah, I know. We we got to be able to pick up a yard, man. Sheesh. I know. How's the ankle feel, by the way? Feels good. It feels really good. So, that's <laughs> I know that's a relief for all of the the fantasy people out there. Like, ah, oh, finally, are we gonna get this guy back? Well, guess what? I got the whole bye week, so you got to you know wait one more week. But then we got 13 games in a row, and I'm trying to make them all. So uh, I'm excited. Someone was asking me about you and your story because they're a listener, they're a friend of mine, and they know you're on the show every week. Um, and it's a fascinating story, undrafted, and you know you're gonna go into the Hall of Fame, Austin. Like you're a Hall of Famer, which is incredible. Gotta keep but- putting in some years. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, listen, you and I will walk in together, okay? I'll introduce you, okay? <laughs> appreciate, that it, appreciate it. What um, does Austin get out of that exchange exactly? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> You're just getting a free I'm putting it in people's ears. I get, bu- I get to, a buddy. Billy. I get a hype man. I get a hype man. Yeah. So I get- <laughs> and Billy, me and Billy, we'll do it together. And Mikey, okay? There you go. All right, we're good? All right, Mikey, you good? I'm good. 
But I was wondering, because your story is such a great one, um, and you're a great storyteller, would you change anything about your path, about your story? Ooh. Ooh. Would I change anything about my story? It's hard to say. It's hard to say, especially because I live by this, like, philosophy that everything has been a result of the effort that I put in, which has been good for me because I've liked where I've gotten to. Um, I would change something, but it, it almost has nothing to do with football. Um, I would, I would change when I realized that value isn't money um, and value is more skills and impact. Um, I wish I knew that earlier um, in my football career. I, I heavily know that now, but that's because I've gotten my second contract and had money. And I was like, Oh, well, that's great. You have a bunch of money in the bank, but you still have to go out and do stuff. That's that's where the real value is. You still have to go out and make stuff happen. You still have to go and learn. You still have to go talk to people. You still have to go move your body. Like You don't just win the game and the game's over because now you're infinitely fulfilled because you have money in the bank. And so it's not even that it was just money, but just learning the importance of connections, learning the importance of knowledge, of trying new things. And now I'm, I'm constantly trying to build new businesses on the side as long as as well as playing football at the same time and utilizing this platform. And I wish I would have known that earlier. So I wish I had a mentor that would have told me that. And so I tell all my young guys that now uh, to try to get that in their head at an early age and help them plant that seed because it's going to help them in their not just their football career. It's going to make them a football player. Yes, but it's going to help them just as a man in general. It's a great answer. When did you realize that? Like, when did you learn that lesson? How did you learn that lesson? Probably year three uh, when COVID hit and there was nothing going on. I had just signed my second contract. And then I realized with there was not really a lot of media coverage around the charges or anything like that. And I was I was kind of just like under the rug. Like there was no like hype around like my new contract. There was no like fan support really as far as like, oh, yeah, Austin's back. And so I was like, man, like I got paid, but nothing's happening. And so I was like, I got to go make stuff happen. So I started streaming. I started my foundation. That's where I started my real estate uh, portfolio. That's where I really started to build and I started to go do things. And I was like, okay, now stuff's starting to spark up again. Now I'm building up my community. Now I'm building different things and putting resources into the community. And I'm seeing this appreciation and all of this stuff. And so that's when it really clicked for me was in my third year. After my third year, when I was like, okay, yeah, I have... And I've made an impact, but I had to continue to do more to create more value. And that's what really fulfills me. Um, and so I wish I would have known that earlier and what that looks like. And now that I do know what it looks like, I look. it looks like impacting others, still building myself, but trying to bring some value to other people. And then that's why even doing these, these types of shows, right? Coming on here, let's voice, let's talk to people, let's talk to y'all. Let's get out here and make some content for people, let's give a different perspective. Um, things like this that I see as valuable and fulfilling for myself. All right, Billy has a great content idea, so I want yeah. him to pitch it. No, to perfect this is a good idea. Austin, nice. I, I, like we're going to call the Super Bowl together if you're not in it, okay? We'll yeah. do that. But this is a really good idea by Billy here. Well, I was just listening to this and how you kind of branch out and you have all these businesses. It got me thinking, what if we were to bring people to pitch things to you like a shark tank of sorts? Yes. You know what I mean? Because yes. you never know where you're going to find the next big idea. I don't know how it is that people approach you with these great ideas. But if you give us some time, maybe we can, you know – round up some of our fans or whatever they could pitch you ideas that maybe you'd be interested in investing in so there's a few there, things yeah I've, I've had i have people pitch me stuff like regularly um just mm-hmm. because i'm constantly having you know my team go through like dms and, and check well, hey what are people saying people want to connect is anyone that you know maybe there's some traction there and so at this moment 
I have like the perfect setup to be able to bring on projects because now I have my marketing team. I have my attorneys. I have a few operators to do this stuff. Um, so I'm very selective in who I will work with and what projects I will bring on. And also I'm in a position, yeah, I could invest, but I, I would also want to, you know, utilize my own team in some way. Um, if I were to partner with somebody, because that's where I'm set up to right now is to bring on not only myself, but resources to actually boost you as well. Um, in addition to what you already have set up. So I've actually been thinking about it myself. So it's it's not a bad idea. We just need to hash out the logistics of a little bit more of timing and then, you know, what the involvement of me would be and how much it would be me and not just my team and maybe my name and possibly finances. So you're on to something. That's a very nice diplomatic answer because yeah. it probably would have been a giant waste of your time and would have just annoyed you. So I'm super entrepreneurial. Like I'm trying to start like I literally meeting today with somebody because I want to start this like online mindset coaching course. Um, and now I'm starting I'm starting a discord server that has like a battle pass. I'm building a website that has like all of the athletes ventures on it. So you can go see all of Austin's things and all the other chargers things and all the other teams. Um, I have my app that's going on that are going to help the NIL space. Um, and so I have all of these different businesses. I have my, um, you know, real estate fund, uh, my foundation, all of these things that are just stacking up, stacking up. So I'm always listening to new stuff because it, it's what helps me, like I said, fulfill like my fulfillment where it's like, let me build something that impacts other people. Um, and so I, I mean, I'm, I'm game for it. If, if we want you're, to get set up, you're well thought out, you're organized. Cause me and Billy were thinking, we'll just throw people into this zoom and let them pitch <laughs> ideas to you. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We're going to really need a little bit more management than that, but uh, we'll take some time and we'll think about it. Okay. Yeah, we'll try to do it your way. <laughs> I like it. I like it though, Billy. Yeah. We see more structure, structure. I'm starting to see why you're a success and we're not. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far. It's there's different versions of success, you know? Right. And yeah. you guys have definitely uh, made impacts. Like actually, out of all the podcasts I've done, I would say your guys' podcast is the one I get the most recognition from. So nice. I will give I will give you that. I will nice. give you that. Well, we we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. I mean, uh, I do a lot we'll of podcasts, just... and no one's ever like, "Hey, I saw you on Eckler's Edge." You're like, "Oh, I saw you on God Bless Football." You know. <laughs> so I was like, "All right." Maybe we'll just let fans come in because our fan base, whether they're Chargers fans or not, have grown to love you, and maybe we'll just let them say hi and ask a question of you if that's okay. I'm down. I'm so no down. pitches. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Questions work too. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, enjoy the bye week. Any plans? You're just going to rehab. What are you doing? Rehab. And then, I mean, you just heard it. It's, it's build on. I will definitely uh, take some time away from football and give a little bit more time to uh, my fiance and my mother's in town. So we're playing a bunch of uh, games. So we're playing some Catan. If you know that game, yeah. um, it's a board game. Uh, yeah, Mike knows it. Shout out, Mike. I see you. I, did, uh, I got Billy, you. Know I got you. The you know Settlers it? of Catan, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Catan, Settlers of Catan. Catan whatever yes. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. So a lot, of, a little bit of time away from football just to, you know, hang out with the loved ones and show them um, support back that they show me. When's the wedding? May 25th, I think. Something like Ooh. that. Yeah. Should we expect an invite or what are you thinking? Ooh. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh. Let's, let's, wrong let's keep you. it on the DL right now. What's wrong with you? With everybody here. You know. <laughs> now everyone's, yeah. Where's my invite? Yeah. <laughs> Austin, if it makes you feel better, Stugas didn't go to my wedding, so he will not show up. So you can just <laughs> okay. tell him yes, yeah, he won't just... be there. You can, send, there. you can send Stugas an invite and you'll just get a gift. Your wedding could be at his neighbor's house and he wouldn't go. So you're safe. Right. Hey, some people just like don't like weddings. It's all good. It's all yeah. good.
Thank you. Yes. I don't like yeah. uh, social activities of, of any kind. Same. I stay inside. I stay inside. Okay. But listen, if I don't go, I send you a bigger check than, than the one oh, I There we go. Give you. All right. There we go. <laughs> There's advantages to me not showing up. Congratulations, by the way. That's awesome. Appreciate uh, it. All right. We look forward to it, man. Likewise. Cocktail. All righty, boys. It is time for this week's edition of Stu Yagats, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code Stu for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Stu only at DraftKings Sportsbook. College football week six, big week upon us. Seven, five, and two a week ago. 29, 22, and four on the season. We start with Texas and Oklahoma. Texas minus six and a half. Both teams undefeated. Texas wins. Buy it down to six. Texas wins. They cover the spread. Texas by 10 points. Maryland plus 20 at Ohio State. I'm taking Maryland. The Terrapins. Ohio State wins the game. Maryland covers. Alabama. You wrote them off a couple of weeks ago. I told you not to. They won't lose the rest of the season. That includes the national championship game. Alabama by 10 points on the road. They cover the spread over Texas A&M. UNC, minus eight and a half, taken on Syracuse at UNC. UNC, sneaky good, undefeated, buy it down to eight. UNC wins, they cover the spread. The Tar Heels win by 14 points. I'm taking Lucy's Iowa Hawkeyes here. I have no idea why. Oh, I know why. They're playing Purdue. Iowa, minus two, at home, against Purdue. Iowa wins and covers. They win by six points. Kansas. Minus two, take it on UCF. The Jayhawks, they win. They're at home. They cover the spread. Kansas wins by 14 points. Colorado at Arizona State. Love what Dion is doing on and off the field with his kids. Amazing. An incredible job. Colorado wins. They cover the spread. Colorado by 14 points at Arizona State. Kentucky, take it on Georgia. Kentucky undefeated. Georgia, I've been telling you for a couple of weeks, something's just a little bit off in Athens. The game is in Athens. Mike Golick Jr. on the call. Kentucky, they don't win the game, but more importantly, they cover the spread. Georgia wins the game by six points at home. Kentucky covers the plus 15. The Cades, if we were still under the BCS system, would be the number one team in the country. They're minus 20, take it on Georgia Tech. The Canes win. They cover. Their offense is great. Their quarterback is really good. The Canes by 35 points at home. How about that? Michigan, minus 19 on the road. They're taking on Minnesota. I can't stand Minnesota. I don't know why. Michigan, minus 19. They're talented. They are really good. They'll lose to Alabama in the national championship game. But Michigan wins. They cover Michigan by 24 points on the road at Minnesota. NFL, week five. Four and three last week. Finally, a winning week. If it was, you know, Patrick Mahomes crushing me. Otherwise, I would have been five and two last week. I mean, listen, Patrick, if I'm going to sit there at 1130 at night and watch my Jets lose, can you at least cover the spread for me? What a terrible job. Anyway, I was four and three a week ago, 11 and 14 on the season. I'm getting there. Let's start with the games. Uh, We go to, well, we don't go to anywhere because we go to England, I think, or Germany or somewhere in Europe. The Bills are taking on the Jaguars. The Bills are minus five. The Bills, man, did they beat up the Dolphins last week. They beat up the Jags this week. The Bills win. They cover the spread. The Bills by 14 points over the Jaguars. The Dolphins, they got beaten up by the Bills last week. They come home now. They take on the Giants. The Giants are awful. The Dolphins really good. Dolphins are minus 11. The Dolphins win by 17 points at home. They cover the spread. 
Lions, minus 10, taking on the Panthers. Panthers have not won a game yet. Lions, really, really good. I cannot believe. I lived to see a time when the Lions were a double-digit favorite in any football game. They are this week. Buy it down to 9.5. The Lions win. They cover the spread. Lions by 14 points at home. The Texans, C.J. Stroud, I love that kid. They're taking on the Falcons. Desmond Ritter, your days are numbered. That's what the D in Desmond Ritter stands for. What an awful thing to say about Desmond Ritter. Uh, The Texans win. They cover the spread. The Texans, sneaky good team. They win. They're minus two. They're at Atlanta. Texans win by seven points on the road. Eagles, a ho-hum, 4-0. They are. Four and a half. They're minus four and a half. Take it on the Rams. Buy it down to four. The Eagles win. They cover the spread. Eagles by 10 points on the road over the Rams. Everyone loves the Jets. They have fallen in love with Zach Wilson. You know what? You're not allowed to, especially you, Mike Greenberg and Joe Namath. I mean, Jesus, you banished him from every... (laughs) You kicked him out of the NFL and banished him from every stadium in the NFL. And next week, what do you do? I was wrong. Sorry, Zach. Yeah, you were wrong. Therefore, you cannot root for Zach Wilson. I'm tired of you, Namath. Broadway Joe. Anyway, uh, Denver, because everyone's taking the Jets here, and I'm not buying into Zach Wilson just yet. All right? Hopefully, I'll get there. But Denver, minus one, taking on the Jets. Russell Wilson having a sneaky good year. Denver wins. They cover the spread. The Broncos by seven points at home over the Jets. Big game of the weekend, Dallas and San Francisco. Sunday night football. It's at San Francisco. Dallas is plus four. If this game was being uh, played in the playoffs, I would take San Francisco. It's not. It's the regular season. Dallas usually wins these things. They're great in the regular season. Just bad in the playoffs. Cowboys getting four. They win the game outright. Cowboys by three points on the road at San Francisco. Those are the picks, everyone. Good luck. Javon, we spoke to you about a year ago uh, when you were brought on by your friend K-Funk, and we talked to you about going out with Gordy Gronkowski to a club in the middle of a grocery store. (laughs) You remember, huh? Yes, I do remember that very vividly. (laughs) Can you refresh our our memories and our listeners? How is there a club in the middle of a grocery store? I'm still trying to figure that out. All I know (laughs) is I was was hanging out with a close friend of mine, and uh, he was like, we meet up with my boy Gordy, but he didn't say his last name. And when you meet... When you meet a Gronkowski, you're going to know it's a damn Gronkowski, man, because they know how to party. They do things like nobody else has ever did them. So he was a cool dude, but uh, we uh, we met up with him. And he was like, um, I got this party bus coming. Like, party bus? Like, I'm like, where are we going? Because it was like an odd day. It may have been like a Sunday. I'm like, where's this party bus going? And then um, there's like, we just going, we, we just riding. And then we jump in the party bus, music. Um, few drinks, um, pick up some friends, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, we pull up to like a it looks like a Whole Foods, and I'm like, what the hell are we doing right now? Like, I'm not feel, I'm not seeing where this is is going to end up, whatever. But I'm just gonna go with the flow, and we walk into the spot, and you know, we passing by produce, passing by juices, and all this good food, and then next thing you know, we see some stairs, and I hear music. And we go up the stairs, and man, it's at least 120 people just having the time of their lives, just <laughs> bouncing, their fist pumping, and they're doing the, whatever like you would want to do. And it was a it was a good ass time, man. All right, so we go from you talking about you in that scenario to you talking about underwear. 
because um, mm. you're joining yeah. us on behalf of Sax. I am so excited about this. I watch your videos. I see the whole promotion. There's a Theisman <laughs> trophy. Did you know that, Billy? That There's a Theisman trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javon, tell there, us what no, you're doing. It, it's actually a boss not stuck to the Theisman trophy. Ah, big difference. Yes, yes, that's the trophy that the that the that the, the leading sack getter from the conference is going to win. Mm. Okay, <laughs> what's the name of it again? Balls not stuck to the Thiesman trophy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. It's, so much. it's very, it's very <laughs> prestigious, man. Listen, this is a very prestigious award, and yeah, I wish I could have won that award back when I was playing, but Sax wasn't around. So hey, mm. I didn't win it, but now I get to promote it now. So it was a, a pretty, it was a pretty easy fit and it was a no-brainer like to, to get together with sex because um i actually um i got some underwear from a friend of mine and then when i first put them on it felt like they put something inside of them like something that was like a cooling effect like maybe like some being gay or something mm. like for real now listen like this is sounds dangerous like as far as, i know it <laughs> no but it just felt cool but but right. it stayed cool the whole time it felt like it was a little air conditioner that was down in my pants man and i'm not even talking i'm not even talking sacks up but like it, it has these bunch of like little like the technology these little tiny holes that makes everything feel cool down there and it's a, a, a nice fit it makes everything feel like nice and fit and fitted in there you know what i mean mm-hmm. yep listen billy's never put ben gay <laughs> on his ball so he has no idea okay well <laughs> Wait, so Javon, Javon, you're a great NFL yeah. player, one of the best athletes I've ever seen. So I just want to be clear on this because the promotion's great. You're raising money for a great charity. You're creating NIL dollars for college athletes as well. And listen, I watched that video, and I got to tell you, I know why they call you the freak, you know? Mm. <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm gifted, man. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. <laughs> but you guys are raising money for charity, right? And NIL dollars. Yes. Um. First of all, I, I think it's one of I think it's the I think it's one of the coolest NIL campaigns that they're doing right now. Yes. And um, it's, especially with the with the realignment of all the conferences right now, I think that's pretty cool that they just like picked up a few players from different teams, different conferences, or whatever, and gonna you know have them a, a part of like one team. So I think that part right there is, is pretty cool, right there, whatever. And then then again, each stack these guys get, they're gonna raise one thousand. $1,000 for the Testicular Cancer Foundation. I am wondering, you watch today's NFL, Javon, who's the best pass rusher in the game? You're you're one of the best pass rushers I've ever seen. You're one of the most athletic people I've ever seen play defense. I watch Micah Parsons. He reminds me of you. So I am wondering, who is the best pass rusher you have in today's game, Javon? In today's game, I, I, I'm looking at two guys right now. I'm looking at Micah Parsons. He's that he's that hybrid. He's that linebacker guy. Like he's kind of he reminds me of LT. Like he like lines up yep. different places and he even lines up at the linebacker spot and blitzes as well. So def, definitely like he's the like these next the next um LT probably may, may even be like a, a, a smidge better. And then the other guy I like is number ninety for the Pittsburgh Steelers. TJ oh, Watt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just he just has that he has a motor and like like outside of his pass rush and stuff he just has a motor and it seems like he's one of those guys that that gets stronger as the game goes on like when most offensive linemen and teams are most guys are breaking down by the third fourth quarter it seems like he just gets he gets even better like towards that time and 
that's pretty much some like how like what I prided myself in is just going, going, going. And then once you get to the fourth quarter, like um, you know, fatigue starts setting in and then I just keep going. So definitely like those two guys, two of my top guys right now. If I told you, Javon, hey, go work out. For, could you do this? Go work out for a year. Could you still play in the NFL? And if you did and played 17 games, I think he can, Mikey A. If I told you, Javon, go work out for a year, okay? And then you got to play 17 games. How many sacks is Javon Curse getting? In this game now? I don't yeah. know. I, I, I barely see double teams and chip blocks and everything else, man. So I'm thinking if I was to play 17 games, I'm looking at at least – at least a dozen. At least a dozen. Wow. But, could you play today? I mean, could you do that if, if you got yourself ready? I could, but it'd have to be in like a 3-4, like like definitely like a, a stand-up outside where it's going to be a one-on-one because um, like playing that, playing inside stuff, I don't need that anymore. My shoulders and my stuff don't need that anymore. But the outside stuff, I could definitely do that part right there because I've never played in a 3-4 defense and I kind of I kind of wanted to and uh, some people think that I would have been good at that because I was naturally just a defensive back in college and then linebacker in college so I could have easily like stood up and rushed as well. Javon I want to bring it back to sacks for a second uh, because obviously what's going on in college right now with all the college realignment there's the, the yeah. all sacks conference that was created because of the alignment situation um, and you will be giving out the balls not stuck to the Theismann trophy as you mentioned before. <laughs> Now, for that trophy presentation, you already have, obviously, your NIL collective in the All Sacks Conference, and one of them presumably will take home the balls not stuck to the Theisman Trophy. Now, in the Heisman presentation, the guys go out and they get custom suits made, and it's a big thing. What do they wear? So for the balls not stuck to the Theisman Trophy presentation, is that something where guys are having suits made, or is that something where guys are having custom sacks made? So they're going there for the presentation with, like, custom underwear. You want them just there in sacks, right, Billy? I w- I'm wondering if that's how it works. I think that's how it would work. Sacks and shirts think, and ties. Yes. No, this yes for no. This is a very prestigious, a very very prestigious trophy. Yeah. So like the guys got to look their best and feel their best. So I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking like definitely sacks are going to be involved, but mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking like like for the maybe like the top person maybe the top three no the top person we want to see them dressed up or whatever mm-hmm. and then um possibly um have some sacks on up under that i'm thinking a pair of sacks that has like a bow tie on it or something you know what i mean right yeah. like formal that'd sacks. be pretty cool right yeah black black and white yeah i, mm-hmm. I would say black and white formal with, like, with a bow tie up front uh okay yeah. one more time <laughs> on the way out what are you doing with sacks tell the people how they can support javon curse here what I'm doing with sacks, um, I'm the I, I'm what they call the the leader of the sacks conference. We got a um, a nice group of sackers, pretty pretty good sackers as well. But um, I'm involved with, with sacks, the underwear brand, because not only they feel good and they're comfortable and very supportive. I think it's a pretty good nil campaign, and um, it's a no brainer for someone who got sacks, who has a sack, to be involved with guys that's getting sacks. Boom, there you have it. And you get to raise $1,000 per sack for Testicular Cancer Foundation. That's the biggest part right there, a thousand bucks for each sack. So um, I have a feeling these this group is going to raise a lot of money for the Testicular, can- for the Testicular Cancer Foundation. Really All good. right, my friend, you're, uh, you're doing good work. We appreciate your time today, and uh, good luck with the promotion, okay? Thanks for having me, always. 
Sims, you got a big weekend. You got the fo- you got the best game on the slate this weekend with the Cowboys and the 49ers. And on Saturday, you got Texas, Oklahoma. What a f- weekend for you, Chris Sims. No, seriously, great weekend. Can't wait to watch that. Like, you know, Oklahoma, of course, is pretty damn good, too. So that rivalry is back in full swing. I'm pumped about that. Our game is awesome, right? I mean, yeah. it really is. I, I, Amazing. I mean, Yes, Niners, Cowboys. I think it is personal for the Cowboys, right? I think the Niners are on a mission to, like, try to make sure Philadelphia has to come to them maybe for the NFC Championship game this time around. So, yeah, there's some good things going on this weekend. I like the London game. I think that's going to be cool. Jacksonville, Buffalo. I like that the Marlins lost their playoff games and they're out of it and one asshole's wearing a Marlins hat. I'm oh there's lots to be excited about right now. Let's see if he's paying attention. Hold on. Apparently not. He has he's ignoring you. He's ignoring you. No, no, no. This is great because <laughs> and he just stuck a pretzel in his mouth. <laughs> Hold on. Billy, are you aware? And I know you got like your phone is 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 pinging and people are texting you. And by the way, those people back off. Billy's working from home today. Okay, uh, get your own line. Seriously, oh. uh, Billy, did you realize that Sims was talking about you for a couple of minutes there, and you had no idea? And no, you gave I didn't us no hear. response. You didn't stuck hear. a pretzel in your mouth. No. Go ahead, Sims. <laughs> nah, that's it. I got nothing to say anymore. He doesn't want to listen the first time. I'm not going to pay attention to him anymore. He's insulted. I get it. But, Sims, I'm begging you to please say what you just said to us, to Billy, that he wasn't listening to. Say it again, I just please. said it was a great weekend. It was a great week. Oklahoma, Texas, our great Sunday night football game, right? I'm excited about the London game. And and I'm excited that the Miami Marlins are out of the playoffs. It's, okay. it's a great week all together. We got it all. Hey, in oh, fact, man. your hat says it all. They're MIA. They're missing in action. <laughs> the second take was better. <laughs> Keep them both in. Oh, that's so good. Uh, BFT, uh, BFT, BFT. What am I? I think the gummy's kicking in. BFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock. Unbuttoned podcast, football night in America. Big one this weekend. Cowboys at 49ers. Big one every weekend. Why is this personal for the Cowboys? I think it, I think just the fact that the last two years, right, they've gotten knocked out of the playoffs by the, the 49ers. You know, two years ago in Dallas, they were supposed to be the better team, right? They lost that. And then there was the end of the game clock management, if you remember. Dak Prescott ran up the middle in the playoff game and they didn't have enough time, right? Last year, you know, I think they thought, hey, it's our year. It's a rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy. We're going to go in there and pull off the upset. Dak Prescott played way below average. He didn't play good. They lose that game. And I think the Cowboys think of themselves as a Super Bowl team here. And the 49ers kind of got their number. And they're both teams like that. I always kind of joke about this. They got psychos everywhere. And like, I mean that in a good way, a bunch of guys that don't hesitate and throw their bodies around and are kind of used to being the bullies on the field. So that's where, yeah, that, that's where I think it kind of gets personal in this one a little bit between the players on the field. Uh, Chris, in terms of rookie quarterbacks, did Carolina get it wrong? Well, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to sit here and like be like, oh, I got it right. I, I, you know, listen, I know I'm wrong at times, but I, I'll say this, like all the things I was concerned about or all the other people were concerned about Bryce Young and his transition to the NFL, so far, yeah, it's got merit. He plays small. 
His arm's not very strong. He's not very fast when he doesn't have the Alabama all-star team around him, right? So that that is all things to worry about right now. And then the other two, it's it's undeniable. So like Richardson, we go, oh, yeah, he still needs a little polish, but we all see the physical freak he is, yes. let alone you could tell he's getting it in the drop-back pass game. And then C.J. Stroud, like I saw in, in that evaluation – and again, I know I'm not always right, you know, but I only go off of film. I don't get to meet these guys or get to like get the feel of their football knowledge. But Stroud is like as impressive as a rookie as I can ever remember. He is making a ton of quarterback plays, a ton of just wow plays. He really understands the position. And yeah, as it looks right now, and, and my always thing, Stu Gotts is always like, wow, we got any pick we want in the draft and we're going to pick the guy that's 5'10", 175? Like, I would have had a hard time just doing it out of that just alone. Um, but, yeah, right now it, it, it's not looking as good as the other two, that's for sure. CJ Stroud, Chris, has looked incredible so far. But, like, to someone like you who looks at the tape, are there things that you see there that you're like, okay, like, regression is – not expected, but I could see regression here. I can see adjustments being made to what he's doing. And then we'll see him be like, oh, something's off, something's wrong with him, when it's really just adjustments are being made to what he's doing. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, that's a good question, Billy. You're right. I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure they're going to hit, you know, some bump in the road here or whatever, where it's like, oh, the rookie, they're throwing some curveballs at him and things like that. And he, you know, hasn't seen that defense or those blitzes. But here's where they're real good, Right. One, like you heard me say, like quarterback plays, all right, just from him personally, he's great at seeing the field. He is an unbelievable thrower of the football. He really is. He can throw any type of throw you want, off back foot. His release is as quick as anybody in football, right? It's up there with Rodgers or Tua, who's got an incredibly quick release, any of that. He can push the ball down the field. He doesn't take negative plays, right? He's very good at like, oh, wait, nothing's open. Let me throw it away or I'm in the pocket and I'll throw it at this guy's feet and he keeps them in good positions that way. And, of course, hasn't thrown an interception yet as a rookie is impressive. But here's the other thing too, Billy. They, they unlike some other offenses that annoy me, what they have something they're good at that make, they make you defend first. It's not just like, oh, you got to stop C.J. Stroud. It's the C.J. Stroud show. They are an intricate, detailed, high-level running football team, right? They've got the Shanahan branch of the tree. Bobby Slovic, their OC, came from him. He's got some of these plays that we see McDaniel and Shanahan run in the run game that, that stress defenses out. So that's where I say C.J. Stroud. I don't think you're going to see that huge regression like you're talking about because they're going to stay patient with the run, and they're going to make teams defend them in the run. And I think within that, that'll help him not have to feel like he has to, you know, bear the whole, you know, weight of the football team on his shoulders all the time. What do you think is going on with Damian Pierce? Because last year it looked like he was going to be that guy that takes the next step forward, and he just hasn't so far this year. I, I think it's a little bit of like it plays into what I just said, right? It's, it's hey, wait, it's a rookie quarterback. They don't have a ton of weapons priority number one is let's stop the run first, right? Because we don't think C.J. Stroud, the rookie, and some of these receivers can beat us. So I think there's 
a lot of teams that have kind of gone all in on that aspect of like, hey, we're going to stop that. But they're close. They're close. The last two weeks, and last week especially, uh, I, I feel like their line is adjusted to the new system, and they're getting there. They're getting healthy up front. I think that's a big thing. And to Billy, they played some good defenses. Like, yeah. the Ravens are real on D. The Colts are damn good on D. And the Jaguars are damn good on D. So uh, I think you'll see Pierce start to break out slowly but surely here. Sims, I'm watching that game Sunday night, Jets, Chiefs, and a lot of people want to make a a lot about how good Zach Wilson left, but I I noticed how different the play calling was. Was, What was was Nathaniel Hackett doing different than he was the previous few weeks? I think the the big thing, and I think we hit on this a little bit, and I I kind of broke this down on my podcast. Are you turning to your notes over there to go through this? Yeah, he's flipping to the Jets page. I love it. I love it. It gives me goosebumps, man. (laughs) But – the 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 big and, and you know Zach Wilson wasn't perfect, but the overarching theme was he finally got to play from a position of power, like maybe for the first time in his whole career. And like to what you're saying, Mikey Yay, yeah? and what you know, again, as I was sticking up for him, and I know he has his own problems, but as I stuck up for him, I want to go like everybody watch the game. It's run on first, run on second. What's wrong with Zach Wilson? He can't third and 11. They can't just go down the field every time. Run on first, run on second, third and nine. Hey, everybody, we're passing. We're <laughs> passing with our, you know, average <laughs> offense and passing. Hey, here we go. I mean, who the hell can play that way? So that to me was the biggest thing. First down passes were up dramatically in this football game. And it allowed him to it allowed him to, you know, be aggressive and he's, you know, hit a few passes and that made him start to feel good. And now they got the defense off balance and they didn't know what to expect. And it all started to go in the right direction. So it was a great performance. I don't want to say a great performance. It was a really good performance. It wasn't perfect. He missed a few plays still. Uh, but I think it's – And he had the fumble. Right. Had the fumble. Yes. There's some, you know, there's some things he can build on. But I think it's a, it's a positive altogether – you know, for the Jets and Zach Wilson. When Collinsworth is saying you're playing the position as well as it could be played, that's 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 a big step for Zach Wilson. But Chris, I think the overarching thing here with all these quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Zach Wilson, all of them, because Josh Allen was not good in week one. Why? The Jets got pressure on Josh Allen and he made some bad throws through some interceptions. Zach Wilson got time. He was able to go back, fade back, got three or four seconds, stepped into his throws, delivered those throws. And that's what you saw out of him coming out of BYU. That, that is, you know, he hasn't turned the corner. He's not in the clear yet. But I, again, well, it's amazing. One, I've never seen a flip of public perception on one guy Crazy. go this drastic in one week. Right. Right. It's, yeah. It is insane. But but yeah, I think, you know, again, you see the talent there with the guy. You know, now it's just can he see the field the right way? You know, and, and, and can he make the appropriate throws? He still has a problem at times of. Blue 45, blue 45, I see the safeties, set hut. Now I look down to get the ball and check the front. you got to look back up to see the safeties again. They don't just go, oh, hey, we lined up here before the snap, but we're just going to stay here so you feel warm and cozy and comfortable. Like, it's the NFL. They change after you snap the ball a lot of times. And that is something he certainly can still improve on because 
Yeah, he almost threw an interception in the second half like that and had a few other ones that were a little iffy. PFD with Mike Florio every day on Peacock, the Unbutton Podcast, Football Night in America, Sunday Night Football, Cowboys and 49ers coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, Daniel Jones, man, that that contract, woof. I mean, that's all I got for you. That contract, well, woof. <laughs> well, like, well, like, but but what I want to go is like, woof. What? Like, no, I'm with what? you. Like, he's got he's got no he's got no wide receivers. His running back is out. The offensive line is okay at best. I mean, okay at best. I think you're being kind. That was human assault there. I mean, they showed you a graphic. It's not even close. How much? Who's been under more pressure the last three years in football than, than Daniel Jones? Like right. they su- they suck up front. He got sacked ten times in the game. It should have been twenty. He <laughs> got out of ten of them. I mean, you know, again, he's not perfect, but everybody's got to stop just going like, "Oh, he makes a lot of money. He didn't have good stats. It's his fault." Like, who was supposed to survive there? Again, I'll go back to like, okay, maybe Mahomes and Allen could. Like two of the greatest talents in the history of the world. Okay, great. Maybe they can. But still, I don't even know if they could have. I mean, that's embarrassing. That was embarrassing. The Giants should be embarrassed, right? I mean, and and to say that, listen, I know he throws the pick six. I was sitting there more going, it's about to be 14 to 10, and this guy has got decapitated four times already and gets killed every play. I was like, I can't even believe this. This is going to happen like this. And then he throws the pick six, which is a bad decision. I get that all the way. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, come on. That that's that was an embarrassment there. That That's what I would say. more. And you heard Troy Aikman. He goes, I got sacked 11 times in 1991 against the Eagles. He goes, this feels worse than that because right. Daniel Jones got out of eight or ten of them. Um, right. So, again, he's not a superstar. I know that, but he's so damn good. They got to help him out a little bit. They do. Uh, Billy, you'll laugh. I'm pretty certain when Aikman said that one of the was it 13 sacks? 13? I think it was 11. I thought it was oh, 11. 11. Not one of them yeah. came from Golic. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I was just going to say, be careful, Sims. Evan Neal will tell you to go back to flipping burgers if you keep uh, talking about the Giants' offensive line. Well, I, you know, and, and then there's another thing that, like, I, I just, that's my problem with sports in general right now. It's a little there, too. Like, Evan Neal is still one of the better O-linemen. Like, that game, he wasn't perfect, but you didn't sit there and go, oh, Evan Neal, oh, Evan Neal, oh, Evan Neal. No, I went, oh, f- left tackle, oh, left tackle, oh, center, oh, guard. But, you know, because he's a top pick and he's from Alabama, people ride on him. That's just the new thing right now. And, you know, it's he doesn't need to say that, though. Attacking the fans is never a good thing. Players always look for motivation, right, to get them going or whatever. I understand what he's saying, but just don't say it out loud. Uh, It's their right to boo, and they paid $400, a lot of those people, for the mezzanine seats to watch Mm -hmm. that shitty-ass protection and that shitty-ass offensive performance (laughs) there. So, you know, that's where you got to be careful. Is it crazy to say that Russell Wilson has played well? I don't know. It's not crazy. Okay, it's, it's 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 like I don't want to say it's great, you know, but it's it is it's definitely better than last year. And there's moments of going, damn, that's that's some good stuff right there, right? So I think it is on the right trajectory. And I think if you wipe away that Dolphins game that just put a bad stigma on them all together, you kind of go, hey. The offense is definitely better than last year. He looks better than last year. People are open. 
They're still not a great offensive line. They're still getting their running game going there. But, yeah, I still think there's more positives than negatives, especially, hey, that wasn't easy last week. You know, their defense is really the issue right now, right? And Justin Fields was 16 for 16 at one point. I mean, that that tells you something, too. There was nobody in the screen. But for them to battle back from a 28-7, you know, uh, score there, uh, I think that says something about Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, too, though. Uh, Chris, hard not to feel good for Baker Mayfield, right? Like, Oh, right? Come yeah. on. Yeah. That was like one of the ultimate screwover jobs that he got in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know, he guts it out for the franchise, plays tough with a bad shoulder. They screw him over. They want to get Deshaun Watson. They do all that. He goes to Carolina and the Rams in tough situations. He's got starting quarterback traits, period. You know, he's got a big-time arm. He's a leader of men. You know, he sees the field damn good. He's been taking care of the ball, right? So, yeah, I'm very happy for Baker Mayfield. I really am. He's he's proven that he's worthy of, of being a starting quarterback for sure. Are we starting to see in Kansas City, because outside of their win over the Bears where they blew them out, are we starting to see the impact of Eric Bieniemy not being there? I, 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 I do wonder that, yeah. I think the impact of that and then lack of firepower receiver a little bit is definitely an issue for their football team, right? I, I think teams are like where you played coverages, you were worried about them beating you deep, attacking you deep, beating you deep. And you still have to worry about that with Mahomes. But I think teams are a little also emboldened by like, hey, none of these guys are just going to fly by our good corner. We can play man on this play. We can do this on this play. So I think teams are a little less scared of them offensively. Uh, And, you know, yeah, I I would like to see a little bit more to their offense at times. I'm not going to lie. I think they, you know, to me at times, they, there's not enough surgicality, Billy. It's a little bit just like, hey, send these three guys that way and then this guy cross and Mahomes will just figure it out. And if nobody's open, he'll buy a little time and then he'll, then he'll figure it out. And I just wish at times they'd be like, hey, no, it's this coverage and this play is great at this coverage and let's run this play and get an eight-yard completion and be a machine that way. Sometimes I, mi- I think they miss some of that schematical you know, part of their offense compared to some of the other really good ones. If Rivera keeps playing for overtime, the enemy will be the head coach there next year. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't get that either. You know, that, that to me, uh, you know, yeah, you're on the road. You're in get a chance to beat the Eagles, man. You go for it right there. You right. can't think you're the better team and you're going to win in overtime. Come on. That's what we, what happened in overtime is what we all knew was going to happen in overtime. <laughs> I mean, so that one bothered me. And then Eberflus, it's oh. what was it? 28 oh. all. Yes. You're on the 20-yard line. Yeah. Pick the f- field goal and make Sean Payton <laughs> and Russell Wilson feel the pressure, which they were, right. of having to go down and tie the game. Right. You took the pressure off them, and now it's a tie game, and if it didn't work, okay, we go to overtime and all that. I didn't like either one of those calls. It was my favorite part of the weekend. He tried to draw them off sides, okay, then called timeout when he didn't draw them off sides and then decided to put the offense back out there. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> it's great. Eber <laughs> All right, Chris, get out of here. Enjoy the weekend. You get Texas and, uh, and Oklahoma on Saturday. 
And you got the uh, the big game Sunday night, football night in America. Check them out right there. Cowboys at 49ers. Thanks, yeah. man. Hook them yeah. horns. Watch the right. Sunday night football. And way to go, Phillies. Way to go, Phillies. Get that broom. <laughs> Bruce, sweep them out of here. Hey, See listen, ya, they Phillies. played two more games than your Yankees did Woo! this year. So Hey, Stu Gatz, <laughs> you. See you later. You tired of me? What? What? So, yeah. <laughs> Carl, put me where you were when the Chiefs, when Patrick Mahomes didn't step into the end zone to get your cover last week. <laughs> I pulled my little hair out, man. <laughs> K-Funk, what was your terrible. reaction? Exactly. Bad beat. I, actually, bad beat. I ended up betting on the Jets money-wise, but yeah, I was pissed. I was p- more pissed about the show than the f-ing money, so. All right. Uh, Ryan, where were you when, uh, what, what was going on with you with uh, when Mahomes didn't step into the end zone? I was cursing Mahomes. Like, I'm a Jet fan, and the Jets didn't win the game, so can I at least get a f- cover? That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, and I, honestly, I think it was out and about somewhere. It was Sunday, right? So I think it was, uh, we, had, we, did, we had a party bus, had a friend in town. So uh, <laughs> I saw it on highlights later, but by the time I saw it, it really didn't really bother me, it's safe to say, you know? Ryan's on his way to a tournament right now, pickleball tournament. Oh, really? I'm, I'm oh I'm clean right now. I didn't. I went 83 hours no sleep, but then I shut it down. Got seven hours. Got 14 last night, and I'm feeling good today. So my last seven days, I like it's 5.8 average. So I'm feeling really good. Wait a minute. Why did you go 83 hours without sleeping? Why not? Party bus. Friday to Monday is always fun. Friday, to, you know. <laughs> he's in he's in Vegas for the PPL tournament. So, but the key is the key is with the you know I got seven hours five hour flight. Time change, like I can catch up quick, you know. Nice, uh, Gord. You're in Vegas. You going to check out the match, or? I'm currently looking at the sphere outside my uh, hotel suite at the win. So Ryan, maybe right. you can are you be going there. To- Party bus. You go. You going tonight? If you are, I didn't even. I didn't even know it existed. Someone. Someone texted me yesterday. Um, yeah, I'll text. I'll, I'll text you. Uh, I got an extra one. Uh, Billy, I'm thinking the Grand Beach party this year at the Super Bowl in Vegas will be there. I'm thinking the Sphere. What are you thinking? You think Dan will finance that one or what? I don't think that that's going to get. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. I mean, it's the Gronks. They can get it done. You you can get it done, right? Yeah, you got to shoot. You're going to shoot from Grand Beach this year, right? So we put you guys on the side of the stage. Yeah, we have to. What day is it? Saturday? No, we we do it on the Friday during the day. Oh, even better. We're the party of uh, the Super Bowl this year. Oh really? There side stage. You're putting a side stage, Gord. Yeah, we need to do that for sure. We just gotta just make sure that you guys say yes, so we can get this done ahead of time. Oh, I okay. We're saying yes right now. We're gonna be there. <laughs> Probably Listen, gonna be a little loud, but we'll figure it out. You say, you say, you say less to, yes to a lot of things. That's <laughs> yeah, but no, but I'm gonna be in Vegas. Okay, fuck. <laughs> that's the difference. Okay, <laughs> I'll be there yeah, already. If I wasn't going, I'd say yes, and then wouldn't show up. But if you're, de- yeah, if you're definitely gonna be there, I guess. Probably chances are a little higher. Hey, Carly, you're gonna Gordy. come to Vegas to go to Grand Beach this year. Hey, man, I, I, I'm. If my hips allow me, I may well be there myself. That's right. There we go. Uh, what, what's going on with the hips? What's happening? I got a double hip replacement, November fifteenth. Oh no! Jeez, wow. I mean, she, listen, the Super Bowl's in February. She, she Plenty of time. I'll be ready by then. I'm saying I'm ready by then. All right, side we'll stage with we'll, me, Billy, and Mikey A. Let's go. Let's go, Carl Douglas. We'll wheel you around in a. We'll wheel, wheel you around in a. Wheelchair, if we have to. By February, you should be okay. Yeah, you should be fine by February. Need a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> are you uh, doing Carl has to get to court because, uh, unlike us, he has a real job, an important job. Okay, so we got we got to fly through the gate. Uh, we have Panthers at Lions. Okay, Carl's got to go here. He's busy, and Gord's got to get some sleep. Panthers at Lions. Lions. What was that, Gord? I'm sorry. 
I have to get to the uh, casino uh, blackjack tables. I got to work also. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but my, my apologies. I did not mean to offend you, Gordon. <laughs> my bad. Lions are 10-point favorites. They are 3-1. and one. Dan Campbell and the Lions. There are a lot of points, man, but I'm still going to take the Lions and give up the points. There's a lot of points, I'm concerned. All right, K-Funk, are you taking it? I'm exactly with you, Carl. A lot of points, but Lions at home, I think they're going to put it, run it up on them. We'll see. All right, Gord, who are you going with? I haven't even seen any. Is Carolina even won a game this year? <laughs> no, they're 0-4. No. Has it even been competitive? No. Uh, not really. <laughs> uh, some games, I guess. Some games. But the Lions are good, Gord. Yeah, I got to go with Detroit because Dan Gronk got drafted by him. Okay. That's a good reason, actually. Yeah. Seriously. Good job yeah. by you, Gord. Share Bear, you know, who are you taking here? You know, I remember, uh, uh, was it New Year's Eve, Gordy? We were hanging out with good old Russ Tyler, Keenan Allen. My favorite skit is LeVar Ball. And he was talking about, you know, Charlotte, the, reg- the, the regional ba- banking capital of the world. So I'm going to go with Charlotte. Okay. Great place for, 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 is that you know, a team? Charlotte? for the young one. And Charlotte's going to get it. All right, makes sense. Be regional the capital. regional banking capital of the world. Hey, Charlotte Charlotte Panthers. Panthers. No, Charlotte Panthers for the win. <laughs> Charlotte, Carl, what do you mean? <laughs> money line. What is the money line? What is the regional? But what's the regional bank have to do with anything? But what I mean. does regional banking capital of the world mean? <laughs> I don't know, but let's go. Bank, Bank of America's out. You know, give them that. A little nervous on my pick now after that. Shit. <laughs> well, you didn't know about the banks, so. I right. know. Listen, you got to do your research. Do your research. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right, we have the Texans. Good team. Sneaky good team, the Texans. They're taking on Atlanta. Uh, both teams, I think, are two and two. Atlanta's at home. The Falcons are minus two. Share Bear, who are you taking? Who are they playing? Uh, Falcons minus two. They're taking on the Texans. You know, when you think of Houston, all I can think about was good old uh, 2000, what was it, three? Mike Jones? 2A1, 330, I'm going with Houston. Okay. <laughs> Mike Jones. Okay. All right, Mike Jones. <laughs> okay. Who? Who? <laughs> Mike Jones. He's a rapper, Stu Gotts, if you didn't know that. I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Hey, me neither. <laughs> Carl needs to get out of here. Carl, who are you taking? Hey, man. This is my fantasy week. I got Nico Collins on my fantasy team. I'm taking the Texans. Give up a boy. CJ Stroud is good. Okay, Funk, who you taking? I hate this game, and I know everyone's going to be on Houston, so I'm just going to take Atlanta here. All right. Mm-hmm. How do you play? Gord, who you going with? Take Atlanta. No, I have to take Houston. It's because uh, remember what that 28-3 comeback? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was in Houston, wasn't it? You were there for that game, right? Of course. Hell yeah. So hey, you have hey, to take them? Glenn Gronk won a Super Bowl on that one, too. All right, so you're taking the Texans. Official All pick. Right. By the way, we just had Javon Curse on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He told the story again of him going to a Whole Foods, and there was a bar in the middle of it. He was promoting, hey, he was hey, promoting underwear. Who do you think got the party bus that night, Stugatz? Oh, that was you? Yeah, that, that was, was you. <laughs> really? Yeah, but Gord, yeah. Was the, Gord was the one who found the spot, correct? No, like, no, no. I just, you know, you didn't know who I was, so it's better to tell the Gordy. Gordy got a little more name recognition, you know? Is this place still in existence? Where is this place? It's uh, it's unbelievable. It's a seated table. It's literally, it's a Whole Foods with a blue martini with a Gronk Beach feel. Okay. What? <laughs> but where is it? Is this in Naples? Naples? Yeah. Naples, oh, my Florida. God. It's unbelievable. It literally is. If you get hungry, you just go downstairs and grab a little mozzarella. Billy, I'll send, I'll send you the link. I'm look. I'm on their website right now. I see what's going on you here. You see the table nightlife. 
Oh my god! Enjoy live music seven nights a week. <laughs> At Whole Foods. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> he said to me, he said to me, Billy and Mikey, yeah. He goes, listen, when you meet Gordy Gronkowski, a, you know he's Gronkowski without even knowing. Okay, you just you walk up, and then b, you just follow him wherever he goes. That's it. That's what he told us. There's a woman here in a white dress that they're painting for some reason. <laughs> Body painting. It was, a gold, it was a Willy Wonka chocolate factory party. The golden ticket. Hey, Share Bear, you think you can wait to eat till the f- show's over here? Or what? What <laughs> I'm hungry. Jesus I'm hungry. <laughs> Did everyone Yo. pick that second game there? Everyone picked uh, it? I don't know. All right, next game, let's go on Jets at Broncos. Jets, Zach Wilson looked pretty good last week. Broncos, they got their first victory. Uh, Broncos minus one and a half at home. K-Funk, are you going with? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with your Jets, man. We'll go Jets. Let's oh, do God. it, Mikey. Mikey, everyone loves the Jets this week. It's annoying. People are talking about them going to the playoffs. Everyone, go f- yourself. Sorry about that. All right, you know what? I'm changing what? my pick. I'm taking the Broncos. Yeah, okay. thank you. All right. Why? Okay. <laughs> well done, uh, Carl. Who you taking here? I'm riding away, man. I changed and picked up Zach Wilson, and I dropped Kenny Pickett. J E T S. Your team must be terrible. Team must be horrible, dude. up Zach Wilson. That is not a good team, Carl. And who'd you drop? I dropped Kenny Pickett. That's a two quarterback league. Two quarterback league. And who's the other? Yeah, who are the other two? Mahomes. Mahomes. I'm both. Okay, okay, okay. You're good. You're good. John Watson is my starter. He's he's on he's on a breakfast mix. I got listen. You our apologies. Me and Billy apologize. Seems good. Okay. Sorry, Carl. Uh, Gord, who are you taking here? Jets and Broncos. Hey, I was born in New York. Buffalo, about, you know, completely opposite of New York. So I, I have to yes. go with the Jets since I'm a uh, huge fan. Okay. <laughs> You're tired. It's okay, Gord. We it. uh, Shepard, who are you uh, taking? You know, I, I'm still mad at the Broncos when they got rid of Tebow. Never yeah. liked the Jets until they brought him on that punt return, punt block team. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've been a big fan of the Jets. So, I'm going to go with the Jets. All right. Uh, Cowboys at 49ers. Game of the week here. 49ers, three and a half point favorites at home. Let's go to uh, let's go to Gord first. Gord, who are you taking? 49ers. I just think that Arizona beat Dallas. I, I, I just can't. I don't see. And I don't know. I don't see Dallas going into there and winning this game. Okay. Uh, Gord, we'll come back to you in about six minutes if you want to catch a nap. Okay. Let's go to. Uh, we got one more. We got one more game. After I know. One more game. But I figure, you know, roughly four to six minutes. <laughs> Gord, just take a nap there for a second. Power nap. Uh, Carl, who you taking here? Okay, man. I got Tony Pollard on one team. I got Debo on the other. I'm going Debo. Give me the Niners. All right. Taking the Niners. How many fantasy leagues are you in, Carl? No, only two. Only two. Okay. Okay. I was just checking. <laughs> uh, Share Bear, who are you taking here? Ever since good old Clint Eastwood's Alcatraz, I'm going to go with uh, good old 49ers. All right. Good old Alcatraz. All right. Uh, who do you have here, K-Funk? Uh, this is a coin toss to me. I'll take the home team. I'll take the Niners on this one. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the final game here. I'll go to Gord last so we can get an extra couple of minutes in. Uh, Packers at Raiders. Raiders are plus one at home Monday Night Football. Carl Douglas, who are you taking? And get the hell out of here, my friend. Tough game, man. I don't like them either team. I'm going with the Raiders. You taking the Raiders? Raiders. Michael. Okay. He's reporting court number 27. Please report to court number 12. They're calling out Share Bear's court for his pickleball match right now. Why don't you just ask him so he can go? Yeah, Share Bear, make your pick real quick and then get out of here. Carl, stay there for one sec. I'm good. It's not me. 
Who are you taking? I'm that's not me. I'm, I'm a. I'm in no rush. I don't play till ten. No, that's okay. But who are you taking in this game? <laughs> uh, this game, uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, Packers Raiders. And most likely, I'll still be here. So and still be up. Let's go with the Raiders. Hey, get out of here, man. We appreciate you. Hey, it's the Lavar Saturday Night Live skit talking about freaking um, Lamelo Ball and how pumped he is about going to Charlotte, and it starts talking about the regional banking. So go watch it, Keenan Allen. It's hilarious. Okay, uh, okay. We well, you really you really hung up on this regional banking. Thompson. <laughs> we get it. They got banks. <laughs> get out of here, Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Carl, I know you have to run. I wanted you to promote the law firm before you leave here. Yeah. The greatest firm in California, Douglas Hicks Law. L.A., look us up. All right. Uh, Carl, we love you. We'll talk to you next week. I look forward to your Sunday night text. You said me and Billy. Thank you, guys. Okay. <laughs> favorite part of our weekends. <laughs> All right, Carl. Good luck, See you, man. Good luck. Good luck with your fantasy team, Carl. Thank you, man. All right, man. All right, we have two more picks here. We'll see if Gord has woken up in a second here. Let's go to K-Funk first. Uh, Raiders and Packers, uh, Monday Night Football. Raiders are plus one at home. I guess give me the Packers. I don't know. Dude. Uh, Packers. You seem very enthused about these the slate of games here. Gord. Gordito. Where you Gord. at, baby? There yeah. he is. <laughs> He's right back. Gord Packers at Raiders. <laughs> Dropping chips everywhere. <laughs> Making it rain. Uh, Packers, Raiders, Raiders plus one at home. I got to go with uh, Raiders. Isn't right. Didn't Adams used to play for the Packers? Devontae Adams used to play for the Packers, now plays Correct. for the Raiders. Now he's the only player on the Raiders. He's going to drop two touchdowns on them for sure. All right, two tutties for Devontae. You're taking the Raiders. All day All right. long. All right, Gord, go uh, go sleep it off or go drink it off. Love you guys. I'll make sure I stay awake 81 hours like Share Bear. I'm, you might uh, get a call from me if I end up at his pickleball match here in the next hour or two, partying. All right, well, please call in. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'll text you later, Gordy. See you, right. Gordy. Love you guys. Love you, man. See you, K-Funk. All right, guys. Take it easy. All right. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality great taste only 96 calories it's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most a light beer that tastes like beer you don't have to choose what's best miller light has great taste and is less filling tastes like miller time to get miller light delivered right to your door visit millerlight.com gbf or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer